Feeding the Thought, a forum created to share one's thoughts and views to provide thoughtful, provocative conversation to assist one to making the necessary adjustments as they cope with life's challenges. By no means does this podcast attempt to persuade you to see things as I do. Just another opportunity to look at things from a different perspective. Hey, get your cup. Get your coffee, get your tea. Let's take a sip. Rejection. Ah, Rejection. Everybody, one way or another, face rejection. I mean, when you look at rejection, there are all kind of different terminology, but the basis is having the desire to receive something or retrieve something or to do something. And the person that holds the card or the person that you ex- you're expecting to grant you your desire, your wish, denies it. And that feeling that overcomes you, we label as rejection. Or you're sitting up here trying to get someone's attention, trying to do something to get them to see you. And no matter what efforts you get, they're not seeing you. So you feel, again, rejected. You know, this is most common when you look at people with relationships, you know, especially in the younger age where kids are trying to figure out who they are and what they are. And they start liking each other and they find themselves doing a little crazy things to try to get their attention. And when they get the nerve up to go and present themselves to that individual, sometimes it doesn't go as favorable, favorable as they desire, you know, or they wish. And it ends up creating a negative, especially if that person doesn't show the same type of feelings or the same type of like that you like and they kind of turn you away. In some cases, people make fun of you and they utilize you and use you for different things. And then all of a sudden you feel that feeling again, rejected. You know, individuals want to always answer the question of rejection. Why? Why did why was I rejected? Um, What happened? You know, what could I have done differently? How did I allow this to happen? And the most of the questions that we all ask at some time in our life, why me? Why? Why? Do, why? Hmm. Why? Why? Why is could? Well, you ever thought about it like this, that maybe the person that you're trying to get all this attention from who you allow to reject you over and over again, maybe they're not worthy of who you are and what you present. You know, maybe you're putting too much emphasis in trying to win them over when they should be trying to win you over. I don't know. I mean, we can go to the job market as well, because a lot of times we set out to get certain type of jobs, a certain type of establish certain type of careers. And it doesn't go in the way that we we would like it to go, where somebody who is less talented, less knowledgeable, um, not as equipped as you are, they'll end up getting a job. And you feel like, you know, why did it happen happen to me? Why me? How do I allow this to happen? What could I have done differently? You start asking those questions and believe it or not, you'll never get the answer because in some cases, it's just a better fit. That individual fits the, the picture better than you. It has nothing to do with who you are and what you are. It's just, as people say, the luck of the draw. Sometimes it's not meant for you to have what you're seeking out for. You know, sometimes, you know, you can push and, and, and after somebody has rejected long enough, you keep pushing, 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 and you may catch them at a vulnerable place and they'll just go ahead and give you the time of the day. But do you want to be with somebody that has rejected you over and over again and then finally give you the day of time of the day? And in the back of your mind, you're wondering, 
do they really care about you or is it because you've been such a persistent and a, a nuisance in their ear, they just gave in to you? So think about it. For the rest of your life, you're going to be thinking that what if? Is this true? Do they really care about me? Was this the best job for me? Or was it one of these mercy killings? You know, where people just give you what you want to, so you'll leave them alone? I don't know. But rejection is such a powerful thing, and it's the most hurting thing that individuals have to endure and go through. Some people just don't bounce back from it. Some people carry this rejection all through their life. And then they begin to plot things and they think about devilish things to do to individuals who they feel has taken advantage of their feelings, their thoughts and their love. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what causes people to change their views from something that you would adore and, and enjoy being around to something that you hate. Well, you know, rejection deals with emotions. Yeah, uh, those emotions that some of us can't control. I, I believe there's there is at least one or two emotions that no matter how good you are, they when they're touched or the button is lit, you kind of lose a full control or temporary control. Sometimes you find yourself acting out of character, knowing you know better, but because the emotions or the hurt or the pain, it causes you to do things. You know, I don't know as I go over this, this, this podcast with you, do I really have a grasp or a better understanding to share with you how to deal with rejection? You know, I mean... I guess it's, it's your makeup because some people, they strive out in rejecting people. You know, like, let's give an example. You, you are, say you're 16 in high school and you uh, are a male and you're pursuing a female who is 16 as well, but she's one of the quote, quote, hottest chicks in the, in the school and everybody want to be with her and you have a liking to her. Y'all share class together time, time to time. Y'all may say a few words or she may even give you a number. Y'all exchange numbers and, you know, you, you're a pretty nice looking guy and you figure, hey, you and her would make a great couple. But because her eyes are set on the upperclassmen, she don't see you like that. Although she'll flirt with you, let you carry her books and things of that nature. But in your mind, you know that she's really not seeing you like that. In some cases, she'll be the one to call you when one of the older guys that she's trying to get their attention rejects her so she falls on you for the pity party. And you, having the desire to be with her, want to be close to her, you become her cushion, her pillow. And all in all, you're wishing that she would have those feelings about you. So over and over again, you, you feel this void for her until one day you get up the nerve where she's in between individuals. You go to her and say, hey, listen. I want you to know that I want to be more than your, your pin cushion or your pillow or your cry towel. I want to see if me and you can make a relationship. And she looks at you and she says these words that, you know what, um, I don't see you like that. You're just a good friend. Or she entertains you, lets you spend the time with her, building her up, helping her up. And as soon as she sees one of the guys giving her the eye again, she quickly disconnect your relationship and tell you that, you know, you're a good friend, put you back in the friend zone. And it could go either or male or female, however you want to do it. But it could go both ways. Let's think about that. Pondering that for a second. Think about what you're thinking now. How are you feeling? 
that the very girl that you have been with or the very guy you've been with all this time while they were going through their storm, you've been there for them and you have created some type of relationship or some type of feelings for this individual, hoping that it would turn into a relationship. And in some way or not, you established some type of connection that you felt that she needed and she felt that she needed from you. A mutual kind of connection, but not at the limits that where you want it to be. She has, I need him as a friend, you seeing that she needs you as a possible lover. Hmm. Maybe you're not 16. Maybe you're 22. Maybe you're 35. Maybe you're 40. Maybe 50. The scenario doesn't change. Same outcome. Feelings start to arise. Negativity comes in when I be rejected. At the time that they say that we no longer need you for your purpose that you serve, it's a put down. It's a letdown. I'm rejected. Then you start asking the question, leaning into the blaming yourself. Why me? What did I do? How did I allow this to happen? How could I have changed this? Or better yet, when you're going through the storm of coming out of this, this emotional roller coaster that you're now on, you start saying, I shouldn't have allowed myself to get this close. I should have known better. All the signs were there. All was this. And then you know what we do? We call somebody. And we begin to talk to them, asking them to help us to get over this situation. And if they are the persons who we think they are, they begin to share more negative on that individual, bringing that person down, trying to make you feel good by belittling that person. Oh, he or she wasn't all that. I told you they wouldn't. This. See, this is what I'm talking about. And they're going back and forth to you. And it's not helping. It's actually hurting because the more that they talk negative about them, the more you want to be with them. It's a little mental imbalancement coming here. It's unbalanced. It doesn't make sense, does it? You know you're being rejected, but when somebody else talks about them, you feel that you need to be their savior. You need to be their warrior. You need to be their protector. But then a few seconds ago, you was over there crying or hurt or broken because the very feelings that you have, even though you still have them, they're not reciprocated. So therefore, you felt rejected. Hmm. How do you deal with it? They say over time, all things will pass away. I don't know, y'all. I think sometimes when it's a matter of the heart, it lasts longer than what you think. But my question to ask you when facing with rejection, was it really a matter of your heart or was something that you desired? You know, a fascination, fantasy, a dream. Maybe you just wanted to know that if I had this person, they'll help me become somebody that other people didn't see or some bragging material to have later on to say I dated this person when I was here there or to be seen in the same line that limelight that they're in hmm. maybe they were the ticket to open something up into you now I'm gonna say something to you now that you probably sit back and say wow I don't know but sometimes rejection can be good rejection might help you to build character it may help you to find some independence Find some self-awareness and maybe in some cases establish who you are and what you will become. Maybe because rejection at an early stage will have you to begin to catapult yourself into saying, you know what? I'm better than this. I appreciate the opportunity of showing that I can have feelings for someone, but maybe it was premature. Maybe it wasn't in the right time. And maybe I was not mature enough to deal with the, the consequences of letting these feelings evolve. 
So you back back and you reevaluate your life and you focus on other things, building up who you are, building up that character and making yourself stronger in certain areas that maybe you see yourself being weak. Hmm. Let's look at being rejected from a job. Did all the things you could do. Went to school, got all the education, did all the background and the studying and you went and found different intern, um, internship jobs that will help you to become better and more knowledgeable. And then you'll go and apply for the job of your dreams. You get an interview and in the interview, they tell you, you did well. Then later you get a call and tell you that they chose someone else. Rejected, disappointed, let down. Especially when everything that you did was right, you practiced and you rehearsed and you made sure that all the questions was, uh, uh, you, you spoke it accurately and you made sure that it sound professional and you gave them all the, the backdrop to the question that they asked and you know that you know that you did well and even they encouraged you and said that you did an excellent job. Then to tell you that you didn't cut the mustard. Most of us will go home and be upset and then go asking again, why me? What happened? How do I allow this to happen to me? Or we can take the other approach and say, you know what? Maybe they weren't good enough for me. Maybe I'm too good for them. Maybe I'm going to go ahead and focus on maybe in another venture. I'm going to take the knowledge I have and I'm applied here. Or maybe I lean towards entrepreneurship. Maybe I might look at establishing who I am and, and starting my own brand. Maybe I'm going to use this thing and I'm going to go back and do another interview. Or maybe I'm going to be persistent and go back and say, I understood that I didn't meet the muster of this. But can you tell me what did you see that I did wrong that maybe I can improve who I am and what I am for future uh, 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 interviews that I may uh, into, uh, entertain? Or maybe I can sit back and ask them or tell them, I'm so grateful that you taught me a valuable lesson that I can't be so set on the possibility that this job is definitely mine, but I got to go in there with the opportunity of knowing that this possibly may go against what I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe that brings character. Maybe it brings you to be optimistic, but still positive. Because you're setting your eyes on multiple things instead of putting everything in one basket. Maybe that's what you've been doing. Hmm. Y'all take a sip. But what if your whole life has been putting everything in the basket and present it to somebody and have them to evaluate how pretty or how well your basket is and if it meets their standard. What if you should look at things and say, maybe you all should meet my standard. Maybe y'all should come to my level. Maybe you should meet me where I'm at. I'm not saying to be conceited or anything, but why are you so quick to give things over to other people to approve when they never give you nothing? to approve. I think relationships should be a two-sided thing. I believe it's a give and a take. I believe if you love me or you care about me, you should want to be know me and be part of me and vice versa. I don't think I have to go all around the world just to prove to you that I'm a good person, nor should you. But society has has it that if somebody wants something, they have to go over and beyond to prove themselves to another that may or may not be worthy of this. But their accepting is so much needed in these individuals' life that they're willing to do almost anything. Just be approved. Hmm. Man, just thought of something. It Doesn't this happen in families? Kids have higher standards that parents have put upon them. Or it's just that parents have higher standards that the kids have to live up to. And their whole life they're trying to live up to a standard that they may or may not achieve. And if they don't, 
they were considered a failure. But all they wanted was the love from their parents. But they found out that the only way they can get the love from them is to set meet their expectation. Because if not, they felt rejected. They felt lowered in a lower levels. Because they compared themselves to their other siblings. Because those that achieve, mom and dad get praised. But those that just meet the, the minimum or just meeting the standard, they're always told to be better. So they feel they were rejected, disappointed, not meeting the mustard. I don't know. Take a sip. Hmm. So what am I saying? What am I really saying? <sighs> Many people struggle with this. Struggle to the point because it becomes problematic. It does. Because if you don't get a grasp on rejection and how you deal with it, you're never going to be able to embrace it well. And life's full of times where things are not going to go your way. Things are going to come up that's going to challenge who you are and what you are. In some cases, going to strive off in the fact that you're scared to be rejected, scared to fail, scared to come up short. Question to ask yourself, is the power of belonging causing you to feel rejected? The power of belonging, does it cause you to feel rejected? Because I'm not like the others? Or their desires are not my desires? Or what I want is not what they want. So maybe I need to curve my way of thinking, the way I approach life, so that I can fit in and not be rejected. Or maybe I need to go this way or do this in order to always be in the good light or the good eye of those. But if you're doing that, aren't you changing who you are? Aren't you changing you to be them? Asking yourself these questions. Am I smart enough? I'm not pretty enough. Am I too fat? Am I too slim? I don't belong. I don't have enough this. I don't fit in here. I don't speak like them. I don't have dot, dot, dot. These are questions that those that suffer with rejection and trying to be accepted keep asking themselves over and over again. But if you reverse that role and read it back in another way, use it as a positive, then just say, maybe I'm too smart. Maybe I'm just too pretty. And maybe I'm just too fit. Hmm. Maybe I don't have to belong. Maybe they need to come and be a part of what I'm doing. And maybe it's because I have more. Or just maybe dot, 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 dot. I don't care how you deal with life. And I don't care how you look at things. You have to come to a place where everybody is not going to accept you for who you are and what you are. It has nothing to do with your color. doesn't have anything to do with your education. doesn't have to do with male or female. People just going to dislike you just because. And some people hold these places over your life and they get power from be being able to reject your very thoughts, your very wishes. They strive often killing your dream. 
And you got to stop letting people have that type of authority over you. You can't stop a man from hiring you or fire, well, hiring you, you can't. But firing you can, because if you do the best you can, he had given them no reason to fire you, you don't have to worry about that. But then you have some people that are just set out to get rid of you no matter how good you are. But you shouldn't sit there and worry about it like that because you're knowing as long as you're doing your best and you being the best you, you can be, be happy with that and let the chips fall where they fall. Stop trying to live a life according to other people. Live a life up to yourself. Because at the end of the day, you can always be find happiness knowing that you made the right decision for you versus you made a decision for someone else. And based off that, you're living the life based off in somebody else's wishes, somebody else's dreams, and somebody else's thoughts. And no means am I telling you to go against your parents if they want you to be a doctor, lawyer, teacher, whatever. But you have to come to a realization. If you can't be a lawyer if you're struggling reading, if your writing skills are not up to par, and no matter how good you write, it's just not making it, how are you looking at becoming a lawyer if one of those requirements are that? If How can you look at being a teacher if you have no desire to be around kids? Hmm. See, that's just coming to a realization with yourself because some things that people are asking you to do, it's just not you. It's just like, how can I be a, a, a medicine doctor if I can't stand blood? It's not going to work out. But it doesn't mean I can't be another type of doctor. See, and not meeting the, the expectation of your parents and the reaction of you not meeting it is the part that troubles most of us. I think we can deal with the fact that I wasn't a lawyer, I wasn't a teacher, and I wasn't a doctor. But I don't think I could deal with it knowing that my parents said everything on that and then I disappointed them. And the very reason that I'm doing it because I want the love of my parents and to be proud of me. And instead of them showing that type of love to me, regardless if I do it or don't, they got everything fixated on saying, my son or daughter gonna be this, that, and the other. And when they don't, they feel disappointed. And with that, they beat you with the rejection. They don't love you the way that you want to be loved. They don't embrace you the way that you want to embrace it. Therefore, presenting this rejection feeling. Y'all have to give credit where credit is. There's no perfect parents out there and you're no perfect child. Some parents don't know how to love you in the way that you want to see love. They love you in their own way. But sometimes their drive and their expectation seem like it oversees what you're seeing. I'm not making excuses because there is a balance out there. Some people, they're just reject you because you don't achieve. And there are some parents that just don't know how to love you the way that you're expecting them to do. With that being said, if you're not talking to your parents and telling them the truth about your hurt and pain, then you're doing an injustice to yourself. And if you are talking to them and they're not responding to it, then they're doing an injustice to you. And either or, you have to find the strength to make and keep you being who you are. I don't know. Rejection is powerful. You think about it. I want to thank you for sharing your most valuable time with me. We pray that this session has provoked a thought and opened your eyes to an ideal which stimulates the mind to take action. You're one of unlimited possibilities. Take advantage of all opportunities to create a better you. Hmm. I, I, I guess that's all we can do is focus on creating a better us. With that being said, have a great day.